When there's no more room in hell, the dead walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving Zombieland, cardio. Look, okay, just get any blunt object together, all right? If you get cornered, bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is... It's back and forth, a little bit of rain, some thunder showers that scares that that scares my dog, and then it's nice out. It's 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 a wonderful state. It just it's so great. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground and secure location to the north. It's the busy zombie lord himself, Lug Page. Uh, Bob, I don't want to hear about the weather. I'm <laughs> no? convinced I don't live in Maine anymore. I'm convinced I live in Florida. <laughs> it's raining every day for like two hours, and then the sun is out. Yeah, it's when weird, did I move right? to Florida? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make up its mind. Every day I wake up, I'm like, "Did it rain out last night?" And then I'm like, "Well, this is nice out <laughs> What is this? <laughs> uh, my, well, speaking- my coworkers oh. were laughing at me this week, Bob. <laughs> I brought a raincoat to work every day, and they said, "But it's not raining." And I said, "Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't mean it won't be when I leave." Yeah, seriously. It's true, though. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, well, speaking of Florida, joining us north over the wall for the watch, Canada's own Ryan Murphy. hey hey It's not anything here. It's, uh, you know what? Let's just. It's not, it can't not be anything. It, it, here in the wonderful white north, uh, it is not white, it is, it is soggy. And once again, this rainy season brings up the age-old question, <laughs> do zombies melt in the rain? Um, I feel like they deteriorate a little faster. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I, feel, I almost feel like zombies, if they got rained on, they'd get hydrated for some reason. Well, their and skin like, wouldn't be nearly like, as be all, like, leathery, all, like, right? It'd yeah, be a like, little slicker imagine a zombie going through a drought and then getting like flooded on he'd be like oh yeah i'm ready to do this no my question is is so a zombie dies say it didn't get stabbed but it's been dead for so long that it's crunchy now and it can't move and it lays there dead then it rains and the rain moisturizes it does it would come back from the dead i don't again no the bigger question is why would you say crunchy zombies (laughs) Mm. because aren't all zombies crunchy they, Brand I, new snack at your local Walmart, <laughs> the Crunchy Zombie. Take a one bite and you'll be convinced. Crunchy Zombie. That sounds is good to me. You. Would you eat? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. What? Uh, what? Where's this going? Nowhere. Nowhere fast. Um, no, I feel like I, I don't know. I want to see weather play a big part in something zombie related, whether it's a video game or a, a show or a movie. I want something to happen to zombies in the weather. <laughs> I feel like uh, weather doesn't play a big enough part in our current slate of zombie I mean, content. The only thing it plays a part in is our podcast. <laughs> yeah, Every really. Show. But we keep constantly saying we want to see zombies in the snow. And I only know two movies that do that. And they're, st- and they're part of a series. 
and they're cheesy, so they don't count. Is it Zombievers? No. Oh. It's Dead Snow. Oh, and One Dead two. Snow 2. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be interesting, though, to, like, have, like, a zombie game where, like, if it's, like, in the middle of a summer and it's hot and, like, you could be like, I can smell the zombies around here. Mm-hmm. I don't know who your main character, apparently it's Duke Nukem, but, um... Like you could, you know what I mean? Like, or like if it's raining out, the zombies get faster because their skin's looser and they can walk quicker. Well, I'm actually, think, I'm actually running right now. You can't see it. But, I think um, one of the reasons why film and TV don't touch the smell aspect is as a viewer, you can't smell hmm. what they smell. There's no smellovision. Depends so what theater you're in. If you're sitting behind like some dude with bo, you might, you might get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went and saw Jurassic World. This is not zombie oh, related, <laughs> but I went and saw Jurassic World on the weekend, and uh, I went and saw it in non 3D. So of course it was packed. There was only two showings for non 3D, whereas 3D had like eight. And I had to sit in the front row, and I was surrounded by people. Now I knew the people to the left of me; those weren't the people that smelled. But there was like a grandpa beside me who kept like commenting on the film as it was going, like reacting to things that were happening. And he had like he had a bit of a he had a bit of a smell. Yeah, that's so, the but, worst. But I don't I don't think Chris Pat smells like old people though. I, I so that that wasn't true smell vision. But maybe like maybe like dinosaurs smell like that. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think dinosaurs smell like bo? <laughs> no, like old people. Like old people. Oh, like old people. Like cabbage. Old people don't smell like cabbage, do well, they? Well, yeah, they do. They can. They can. Their houses well, smell like. Cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cabbage, guys, we got a fun show lined up for you. <laughs> yeah, because cabbage is so much fun. <laughs> hey, I don't um, know what what, you, what you're talk, eating for cabbage, but my cabbage is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you're right. a rabbit, maybe. Um, there, there was some big announcements uh, out this week, and uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that later on. But uh, first, we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna break it down with the zombie cabbage news. <laughs> the virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. Uh, Walking Dead back in the news. We got a new cast. A new cast member. Corey, Har- Harkin- Corey Hawkins. He's going to be playing Heath in The Walking Dead. He's confirmed. Is that is, Does that mean anything to you guys? Because oh, I assume it means something to Bob, but it means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. I just you, knew it meant that he was from the comics. Yeah, yeah. You know what it means to me? It means that this dude looks exactly like the guy from the comics. Huh. He Have also you- He's also playing... Dr. Dre in the upcoming Straight Outta Compton. Which is also going to be good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, so Heath plays a little bit of a role in the comics, not not giving anything away at all. But, I, I mean, he he's he's a – not dramatic. How do I say it? He doesn't start controversy, but he, he definitely is involved with it. Hmm. In the in the books, and uh, it's gonna be fun to see him. But this dude seriously looks exactly like him from the comic books. I don't know if you guys have seen pictures from Heath from the comics. Oh, there's one on there. Yeah, on no, the it does yeah. looks. He looks. He looks right. That's spot on. No, I mean, Walking Dead and AMC have always been really good at casting, and I think they always just nail it. Uh, and when they don't nail it, it's because they're they're going in a different. They're not going in a different direction, but they're using. They're they're creating. A different character from the mold that the comics have set up like for example uh 
the the head of uh, Alexandria and how they set that up and how it was a, a man in the comics and there's a woman now in, right, the, in right. the show. So and and this article I feel like sets up a summer of these Walking Dead tidbits. Even though Fear the Walking Dead isn't even out yet, I feel like from here until the premiere, we're going to have a new Walking Dead proper story to cover in the yeah. news, which is both exciting and kind of terrifying, right? Because Comic-Con's next week. So we're going to yep. be getting some big some big tidbits dropped on us, I think. Yeah, I think I think we'll find a lot of stuff out there pretty soon. Do we, there is a release date for um, Fear the Walking Dead, right? I don't think Did so, they, unless I missed I it. They, I thought they announced that. Uh, I, don't I, know. I may have, I may have thought that they were going to announce it, or maybe maybe that's Comic Con. Well, I'll quickly Google it, but I would imagine that we would get it. Uh, that we would get that uh, Fear the Walking Dead news at Comic Con. Um, uh, oh, maybe it was us that predicted that it would end right as the Walking Dead began. Yeah, but so yeah, that would, be, that would be the end of July, I guess. The, re- the most recent news is they've got panels at Comic Con for Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, which for and for some reason it says Walking Dead returns to Comic Con. So were they not at Comic Con last year? I no, don't I think it just means they're returning again okay. from last year. They were coming back from the dead. Did we Ooh. lose Lou, or are we just boring him with the same C talk? He's like, I wrote this. I. I've got this. I didn't even realize he was gone. He just went super quiet. Maybe he's really mad. Maybe he fell asleep. <laughs> Maybe. We are talking an awful lot about casting news. Yeah. It's not good. It doesn't make for good radio, I guess. No. He hears uh, us. We just don't. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> this could be awkward. Um, <laughs> what else do we got? Testing. Oh, no, he's here. What happened? Oh. What, what is going on? Uh, my my mic apparently disconnected on me. Oh, oh that well, happens Lou, all the time for me. I hate Lou, that. This is a perfect time for me to ask you. Do you like telepathy? Uh, sometimes. Do you like zombie-fueled trucks? Uh, yes. Do you like plenty of living dead mayhem? Yes. So you would like Wormwood Road of the Dead on DVD or Blu-ray? Wait, wait, wait. I got one more question before you answer oh, that. Oh, sorry. Do you like Australians? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. I just wanted to make sure. Who doesn't? I, I love Australians. Yeah, who? Yeah, who? down under. Shout out to Evan. Australian. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so so Worm, Wormwood Road of the Dead, Lou, that's... Um, is that available now, or when when's it available? <laughs> it is out in uh, on August fourth, which is August just around 4th. the corner. And it's funny because you know we only covered the trailer for it a month or two ago. Yeah, and it's already coming to DVD. That was quick. I, I think that means it's going to be on Netflix uh, <laughs> in August. <laughs> so that means you can watch Zombievers and <laughs> oh god, no, don't watch Zombievers. Um, Never watch Zombievers. So yeah, we did cover this a little while ago, right? Yes. So, um, basic basic story: disaster unfolds as you know everyone like gets um, you know living deads out there, uh, kidnappings, um, psychopathic doctors. There's all sorts of stuff in this movie. Are you are you gonna watch it? I am. Yeah, it's yeah. A zombie I think movie. it looks great. I'm gonna see it. I it, it does look pretty interesting, doesn't it? It does. I'm 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 a fan. So August fourth. Mm-hmm. Mark your calendars. Wormwood. <laughs> it, it, this, yeah, this was that over-the-top Mad Max zombie game kind of, yeah. or zombie yep. movie, rather. 
got games on the mind, man. I'm just going crazy. Um, so that's good. I think we I think we write this one down as a future zombie or Zampa movie that we watch. Oh yeah, I agree. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not going to be as good as Zombievers, but you know, you know, we are forbidden it'll... from mentioning Zombievers. Damn it! Are we? Is it? Is that just because it, you were the only one that watched it, and it reminds you of how painful that experience was? I uh, I I think that no one should ever see Zombievers ever. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. I really am. Like I just feel like I have to now. What did Lou just say? He said know, not but... to watch it. Bob, I tell you now, you can watch it. And then when you're done, I want to hear what utter crap it was. <laughs> I just want—I kind of want to see. It's like um, looking at a car accident, like when you can't look away, or like when a cop pulls someone over. You always have to look over and try and judge what they got pulled over for. <laughs> Drugs. Like by the looks of you, you're drunk. Um, no, I, I want to see it. I, I'm going to see Zombievers. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tonight. No, I'm not. Uh, but do I'll do it tonight. It. What are you doing? I'm going to do it while we do this show. Never. No. <laughs> Don't do that either. I will never right. watch it again. Well, we also have some other zombie movie news. Um, only this one is a musical. I didn't even know that a short film version of this even existed. Oh, yeah. you never seen the zombie prom trailer? No. Oh, the, the short film, rather? Yeah, I kind of want to see it now. There's a trailer it's, here, which I didn't realize yeah. until we uh, started doing the show. But The like, trailer is for the short. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the trailer is for the short that's out. Um, it is fun. It really is. Like, it looks like it's going to be fun to watch. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm all for this genre trying new things, and uh, musicals but, are the hit. The hit. But the, we should say, Zombie Prom the musical is in development as a live action film. Words yeah. I never thought that I'd ever say. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not it's, sure that I want to say them. No, it's a cheesy little thing, but it's fun. Like it's a definitely a nineteen sixties like vibe to it, like nineteen sixties musical vibe to it. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it definitely seems like a thing I would watch once and then probably never watch again. Yeah, like I'd, I'd even uh, not even that I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd be like, okay, I got the humor. It's fun. Now I'm gonna move on. Yeah, yeah. It, it's but like we were talking about before, it's always fun to see new things out of the zombie genre, right? I still want to see things. Zombie. I still want to see Evil Dead the musical. Yes, I do as, too. As as DVD uh, as a film. Man, Evil Dead, we're going to be getting Evil Dead proper like TV show pretty soon actually. So uh, actually yeah. I think it's I think it's like in the next 2 months. Yeah. yeah. What's that on? What what channel is that on? Stars. Stars? It's it on Stars. 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 <laughs> oh, we both did that. Oh no. <laughs> it's happening. Help, help is happening. Is huh? that why they did it? Is that why they did it? Like, Probably. Stars. Yeah. yeah, because Raimi's just like, nope, I didn't get to make the World of Warcraft movie, so I want my video game reference in this. That's <laughs> but no, th- this looks cool, and I'm glad that they're making it into a full-length film, and hopefully it's uh, as cheesy as every other musical I've ever seen. Yeah, well, that's the point, right? It's supposed to be cheesy. Like, at this point in time, like, it's a 1960s spinoff of a musical, so it's got to be it's gotta be cheesy. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it is. I like my cheese. Do you? Yeah, cheese. Well, it, it is. It has been a short news week, which is good because um, we're we're going to talk about something. That I'm, I'm I'm interested on. Mm, you're interested on. Interested in as well. Ryan. Yeah, I can feel it. 
Did you go to the movies? I did. I went and saw Jurassic World. Stop it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so you watched really 1965, 64, mm-hmm. right around there, The Last Man on Earth, right? Yep. What'd you think? I'm going to talk like Vincent. No, that's not true. Vincent Price is weird, right? Like, he just feels like this. uh, Vincent Price is the main character. And when he talks, for the first half of the movie, it's all, like, over uh, uh, VO or whatever. And the way he talks is just like, I must replace the garlic, for it has lost its pungentness. (laughs) He's like, he's... He's great. I loved him. I loved him in this movie, and and the movie does a really good job of of showcasing that loneliness and that creepiness. And, and it's good at that. And and in in the '60s, I like to put myself in the mindset of Ryan if he existed in the '60s, seeing this movie, still you know 28, but in the '60s, seeing this movie, and probably being astounded about what what it's doing with uh, with cinema way back then and it's funny like i kind of wish like i kind of wish my dad was more into movies and then i could call him up and be like do you have you ever seen did you see last man on earth in theaters because that would he would have been around that age i guess in the 60s right that was like or no wait I don't know. Maybe he would have been like 10. So this probably wouldn't have been... He probably wouldn't have seen this movie. But... I uh, do you know math? I don't know math. The 60s? What? That would have been 40, 50 years ago? So yeah, he would have been He would have been 7. So that he probably well, would not have probably seen have, it. He's probably seen this movie, though. Like, uh, I was, he probably heard he not of a movie it. Guy? Maybe, maybe, if I, maybe my prepare... Or my... Yeah, my prepare probably would have seen this. Maybe. He kind of looks like okay. Vincent Price. I got to tell you, my dad is not a big movie guy, Mm -hmm. but I know when uh, the uh, Will Smith version of this came out. Sure. uh, My dad was like, I like the Vincent Price one better. Oh. And I was like, Dad, you've actually seen that? He's like, yeah, I thought everybody had seen it. Oh. And I was like, weird. My dad's not even a movie guy, and he, he knew what movie... Well, it's fairly it's a it's a popular one, right? It's one of his more popular titles, and and watching it, it felt a little disjointed in the middle where they do if if you're not paying attention close enough, you can miss the flashback point, and you kind of think like, wait, now he know now he's talking to people in the real world, what's happening? And you know, obviously the ending with the big twist, how he's the monster the whole time, and 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 I think that um, you know Mega Man, they yeah. he comes to terms with it. And he's like upset with himself, but in this one, he, which is the original adaptation of it, he he doesn't come to terms with it. He like fights to the bitter end to try and escape, which I think is more is more um, realistic of this guy Wait. being a villain. Wait, this guy, he's the one. This is the movie where it ends with him getting shot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler. And he ends up <laughs> and he ends up dying, and basically their cure is gone with him. Yeah, and he's the last man on earth, or something well, like that, right? But he, yeah. yeah, he screams that I'm the last man on earth. But I don't think he ever finds a cure. No, he, he's his the blood co- is the cure. His blood is the cure. He cures what? her. Really? When he gives yeah. her a transfusion. No, the, but it, she but didn't understand also... what he did. I thought they already had the cure. That's why all those people were still no. To... They have a drug that's suppressing it. Yeah, and like he's been killing, and them they're running without out without knowing it, right? Like he's been killing all the people. Yeah. That have been... 
kind of trying to hide their disease or like yep. kind of fix it. Oh, that changed the movie at all for you, right? <laughs> no, I, 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 I'd still thought, see. That's the thing is that there are layers, right? And I might have missed that. I knew they had they a drug that was suppressing it, 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 but it's it's a very low budget indie movie mm-hmm. for that time period. It didn't have a big budget. They don't spend a lot of time hitting you with hitting no, you over the don't. head with plot points. If you don't pay attention to every little thing, you're gonna miss what's going on. Yeah. Also, he's kind of a bad husband. He <laughs> kind of let his wife die. Like, yeah, he he's really kind did. of a bad guy in general. Yeah, he, yeah, and and I thought they portrayed it really well. Like he's and and I think the only reason I got the sense of loneliness is not because he was lonely, because he was so self-centered in this movie that he probably was never lonely, you know. But you get that loneliness just from seeing one man living on his own and and fending for himself. And I don't know. I, I thought it was really good. And I, I like going back to the originals and seeing how they operate. Now, this one came out before Night of the Living Dead? Yes. Okay. Which would explain... And it was it we... actually... It actually, was a huge influence in Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. yeah. I can totally see that. And I I really appreciated it. I, I thought it was really good. Usually, older movies don't hold up. And this one holds up. Uh, Did you ever see I Am Legend? The one with Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that one. I really did. No. Uh, now, now, Ryan, the mm-hmm. big question is, mm-hmm. have you seen The Omega Man with Charlton Heston? I haven't, but I just, I know the ending is, you blew it up, you bastards. Right? <laughs> no, oh. no, <laughs> no, but that's your next movie, Ryan. We're gonna You're going to make, make you watch... watch Omega Man? <laughs> yes. Man, can we get into like this century? All right, yeah, fine. All right, Ma- Omega Man, it's happening. Help, help, it's happening. What was um, that, in the 70s, right, Omega Man? early 70s right and the reason i'm doing this ryan is i think it would be it's going to be an interesting talk next time so mm-hmm. that we could talk about all three movies okay because do i get to watch th- i am legend the week after i don't uh, do you I've need to it. no i've I, seen it i could I, watch that movie i, I know That's a it. Good movie it is a good movie i mean even though like the cg vampires have like no jaws like they have yeah. rubber jaws but uh, if you've seen, uh, like, not to go f- too far out of topic, but if you've seen the Iron Legend, like, making of where they where they had actors in prosthetics, the prosthetics look ten times worse than the CG. So <laughs> yeah, I'm true. sure they did. Yeah. So I don't know. I I am looking forward to seeing Omega Man. I have not seen it before, and um, I bet you any money my mother has seen this movie because I think she had a crush on uh, Charlton Heston Charles as Heston. a kid because she watched. Who didn't? Well, yeah look at those guns um but i think that she probably had seen it because she like she's the only person i know that actually likes all the planet of the apes movies <laughs> i remember she like bought like the five vhs cassette tapes and she's like these are the movies i watched as a kid so you're gonna watch them and i was like cool and i i, I really dug them so yeah i'm gonna watch a manga man let's do it charlton heston all right i'm ready well, Ryan, thank you for that. I appreciate I appreciate your response. <laughs> did, I, did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Oh, I, okay, I, good. I'm so nervous with the internet tonight. I'm, I was just writing Omega Man in so I don't forget. So I'll, I'll get my hands on that this weekend and watch it for next week, and hopefully we can keep this trucker rolling. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our topic this week, which... I mean, by no surprise, I mean, people should should definitely understand that we're going to be talking about... Some video games, because E3 brought it down. Uh, 
I'll give people bonus points if they know what song that's remixed from. Uh, I don't know. I I can't do that because you told me what it's remixed from. So don't I'm tell gonna... anyone, Lou. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, what is it? I I'm not telling you. Is it The Walking Dead? No. 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 Damn it. It's um it's from a video game. The Walking Dead video game. How how'd you know? No, that's not it. Uh, it's Park. subtle. It's subtle. I mean, oh. it's subtle. Mario Brothers. I made it really subtle. I don't know. Sorry. It's actually kind of ironic now that you're not getting it. <laughs> um, you just keep seeing subtle over and over again. How is that helping? It's from Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I, I mean, we may have named the show after that game, but I don't really remember a lot about it. Come on, man. <sighs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. All right, so it's kind at of a E3's... bad Super NES game, guys. Come on. It was really good. It's kind of bad. No, so, it's not. It's good. All right. So at, uh, so at, at E3. At, <laughs> <laughs> you need to cast, <laughs> cast that out. <laughs> Just lose it. Shut your mouth. Hold on. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Shut your okay, mouth when you're on, talking to on. me. Hold on. I gotta, hold on. Huge douchebag. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, that was <laughs> made my night. All right. We well, just end the guys. show now, right? Yeah, it's, it's over. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Well, so E3. Yeah, E3. yeah. It's a video game thing. And um, it, it's huge. Everyone loves it. Um, there's some zombie announcements in there. A lot, surprisingly. Hmm. Yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, we're going to talk about a few of them here. Um, one of them being uh, The Walking Dead Michonne. It's a, it's a standalone Michonne game from The Walking Dead from the guys at the Telltale guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of it. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I love the whole other story. You know what I mean? Would you have rather seen like another 400 days bit? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just like I. Story, right? <clears throat> I lost and your your bit there. What you said. We heard Michonne's story, right? Well, this is this is a part of Michonne's story that isn't told, right? It's it's right, where Michonne is know- is missing. But we know where she goes. We know what she does. We know where she ends up, I guess is what I'm saying. You know the it beginning feels, and you know the end, it, but you don't know the feels, middle. It feels like a cop-out. Uh, could, no, because a cop-out would have been just picking a, a Daryl standalone game, right? But maybe they can't because of survival instincts. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Well, I, I just feel like it's I – I, I loved new characters and different interactions that I've never seen before. Well, supposedly this is set between the issues of 126 and 139, so that's got to mean something to you guys, where she leaves her group yeah. uh, and what brings her back. And it's three three episodes. It's a miniseries, and you have to own at least the first episode of Walking Dead Season 2. It is, it is technically going to be DLC. Um, the release, we're not so sure, but I would imagine we get episode... Oh, here it is. Set to premiere Sheesh. later this fall. I should have read it yeah. a little better. And, and you know through. what? And you know what? I'll wait for reviews before I decide if I'm going to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not that interested. I, and it's not even that I don't like Michonne as a character. I know that we joke back in season three that I didn't <laughs> yeah. like Michonne. I remember that. Well, I, I think <laughs> I the first it. episode is subtitles, Where, Where's My Sword? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and that's fine. 
She's grown on me as a character. I just, I'm sick of prequel stuff. Right. I want, I want standalone stories or give me stuff that's new. And I, I, and I'm, I was totally fine with them doing a filler like they did with 400 Days. But this I isn't what consider, I wanted. I, I think, you know, it's funny. Like, 400 Days to me was an experiment that went really well. It was, it was about, um, it was about Telltale testing out new character archetypes, you know, testing out new mechanics, testing out new scenarios. If and anything, I had one complaint with, with 400 Days. Mm-hmm. When the character leaves at the end of 400 Days, only one character went with her. And it was the character that is the biggest pain in the butt and is super annoying in season two. So it makes me feel like no matter what, that character would have gone. Oh, yeah. No, she does. And, and I think when I did it, I got the ending where everybody left. So they all showed up in the, in the, in the warehouse in season two. But, See, none yeah. of them showed up. Oh, okay. But they were so background character. It's just like it was like a nod, right? And, and I mean, and video game design. Like, How else are you going to do it but besides just a nod, right? Unless you have a character that you know you want to bring forward. So in that case, it kind of breaks the glass of an experiment, right? Because no matter what, they knew they were bringing forward one character, and that one character was uh, that weird redhead chick. Um, but with this, I feel like it's not an experiment. We're going to get a story that has never been told before. We know the beginning. We know the end. But we don't know the middle. And Michonne is such a cool character, and I don't know anything about episode or uh, issues one twenty six or one thirty nine, and what takes place in those two to kind of mm-hmm. understand the beginning and end. But I would imagine they're going to give us the beginning and end in the miniseries as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I I I don't I love Telltale Games. I they do a great job. I just wish it was not related to what I see every week on the TV show or reading yep. the comic books. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hate on it, but I just. That's a I solid. Uh, that's that. No, that's a that's a good argument. Um, considering how well received the new characters are, yeah, that Telltale's they really created. are too. Though, like they they made such great characters, and like you want, and I know this is a mini series. I know it's not taking the place of anything, but it's just to me. It's it's. I w- I was hoping for something a little different again. I feel you. That's a solid I argument. Something though. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> This isn't. This is going to be the least uh, well-selling version of The Walking Dead. Really? Yep. <laughs> I don't know, man. It might be the best-selling. I think you're underestimating nope. the power of uh, the show. No, I think it's going to be the least. Uh, it, you're going to need season two to play it. Mm-hmm. It's a character from the show, but it's a tie-in to the comics. Now, how many people are going to assume it's a tie-in to the show, and it's not? And they're going to see something that doesn't make sense to them. Mm, I don't know. I I think uh, you might be right, but I think you're underestimating like the the power of the the star power of Michonne and and the comics. And- uh, no, no, I I'm not underestimating. I'm not saying it's not going to sell well. I'm saying it's going to sell the least of all of them. You know, it's funny is I actually in a, in a, I'm in agreement with Ryan. I think it's going to be the one of the most popular selling ones. Uh, really? I, well, uh, you know, the only the only basis that makes sense for that argument, Lou, is is the fact that it is tied to season two, and I think Telltale is that's an odd decision. Like, if it's a miniseries, how is it connected to season two? Why not just release it on its own? So, I mean, it's because it's running on the same engine as two. That's what it is. Sure, but like, why 
why tether it? Like, there's no reason to tether it. Unless you're giving season two owners a discount. I don't know. I, I think that if it was a standalone, it would immediately debunk your theory, Lou. But because it is tethered, you might have, you might have. But, you know, season two is so inexpensive. Like, come on. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we will yeah. see. We'll, we'll take, we'll keep a closer eye on it. It should be, it should be fun. I'll All tell right. you what, though. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> this, this kind of stuff's kind of getting me irritated. <laughs> oh, what? Resident Evil Zero coming back. You um, had to have seen this coming. I did. I think I said this too. Well, th- I think that Capcom this. even said that this was coming months ago. That this was part of a plan. We re- uh, re-released Resident Evil One. Now we're gonna re-release others. Why zero? Because zero <laughs> was already it, it was made on the same engine as the Resident Evil GameCube game and has already been ported to the Wii and it's 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 the easiest. The, yep. You know, if E three has taught us anything. Uh, this year and and past years, they've been asking for a Final Fantasy VII remake for years. And and Square Enix rightfully says, "Do you know how much work that would be to remake a game that that was that is jumping generations?" The yeah. only reason Resident Evil got remade in HD and now Resident Evil Zero is because they were already given, they were already brought up to a par that allowed them to just push it a little further to make it an hd remastering <laughs> um there there's no way in hell you're gonna see a resident evil 2 through Ver- code veronica get an hd remake because that's a lot of work that's gonna go into it to make it something that will sell I, well i'm gonna tell you something ryan mm-hmm. i think in the next two years we see a resident evil 2 remake i don't think capcom's interested in working I'm just uh, uh, no i think that's exactly why we get a remake is they're not going to change anything except the graphics. They're just going to make a new engine and we're going to get we're going to get basically this remastered Resident Evil 1 and 2 thing with Resident Evil 2. Yeah, maybe as long as it's a lazy well, attempt, right? Okay, like, it's going to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Think about this. They're re-releasing the first 6 Mega Man games on yeah console pc but they're not doing anything to them they're just rom dumps like that's all they Uh, are they're not just rom dumps they're not the company that's remastered them uh it is the original graphics but they've using some kind of special software to help stretch the screen real estate and stuff so that when you do play it it should look just like it did as a game even on full screen without having to readjust your resolution yeah see i'm just thinking like you compare like these japanese publishers like you look at Capcom and then you look at Square Enix and Square Enix is doing very interesting business. And then you look at Capcom and they're just stagnant. They're like, they're, I can't believe Konami has like raced past them to like the end line, you know, and, and Capcom's on that way. At least Capcom's like trying to do some stuff with these HD re-releases using their back catalog to their benefit. There is an issue with this that mm. we as Americans yeah. don't understand, and that is that in Japan, consoles are not selling as well. Yeah. Um, everything is on the mobile phone. And while Konami and Capcom are not doing well here internationally, they're killing it in Japan with weird mobile phone games. Mm-hmm. And they don't care about us internationally. They only care about their weird cell phone games. And they're like, eh, Americans don't understand. We'll just make for our own. Maybe. 
Yeah. I know I know that like Nintendo has that issue a lot where they're making games that you would think would appeal strictly to to the Japanese market but but only when they partner with a western developer like the Metroid Prime series do you see a game that that gets a lot of like western uh western appeal, right? Um yeah. some games just appeal no matter what like the Mario games and Zelda, right? Cuz it's just such a such a fantastic uh, game created but i think when it comes to resident evil like are you guys gonna buy resident evil zero like we're kind of the market no, right I, I i won't but it's not that i'm not that, that i don't think it's cool that they remastered it i just don't like resident evil zero i probably will Stuff, <laughs> man did you guys of beat all of, of, the remaster of, of all of the resident evil games zero might compete with me for the worst game Alongside Revelations Two, like Resident they're Evil tied for the bottom of the list. So one penal colony. <laughs> they're tied for the bottom of the list. Really, you yeah. really didn't like Resident Evil Revelations I Two. Didn't, I didn't really like Zero, though. To be honest with you, I'm, I don't know if like it just uh, to me it wasn't one of the best Resident Evil games. When, Zero when, Zero was my one of my first Resident Evil games I beat after the re- the first one came out on GameCube. Because I never played or beaten any of the older Resident Evils. My <laughs> first Resident Evil experience was on the GameCube. See, here's my gripe. Mm-hmm. I don't like prequel crap. I just don't. I feel like it's a poor excuse to write a cheesy, cheap game where you don't have to worry about the safety of your heroes because they're obviously going to make it to the next game. There's not going to be any twists or turns. You already know the outcome. Yeah. I, I'm not, I, I can't argue with that because I can't think of a prequel that that is good. Yeah. Well. And, and, and I, it's not even that I, I'm saying I hate prequels. I just they don't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And then I, I bought Zero because I was excited for a new Resident Evil game. And then it does this mechanic where you're basically the entire game is an escort mission. Right. With slugs. And, and, and it's not clever like Resident Evil 4 where the escort mission is you can stick her in a box somewhere and leave her alone. She'll be safe. Go shoot stuff. You know? Chicken the no, bucket. no, no, no. Zero, you have to move both characters at the same time with two analog sticks. And sometimes. <laughs> oh and man, like, I don't remember well, that. Maybe I'm like, yeah. really? Come on. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting how bad that game well, is. It's awful. Let's okay. talk about sequels real quick then. Sure. Let's let's get into the world of prequels and go to the sequel world. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, Deuce. Yeah. Two. Because EA didn't milk enough money out of you with their buyable stuff in the first oh, one. Man. Hey man, I was trying to get I was trying to get Lou a little bit happier, but you you buy pop cap, you gotta you gotta you gotta pop them caps, yo. Uh, yeah. Oof. No. Have you guys? Have, did you guys ever play the first Garden Warfare? I did. Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? I liked it. I didn't like all the buy power ups with money. Yeah. Crap. That was the only thing that bothered me Did about it. Did they add that? Like, was that that wasn't at launch, was it? Yes. Yeah, oh, it, was. Wow. it was. there all along. See, the funny thing is, like, EA has tried to give me this game a couple times now, and I have it on my PS4. I never booted it up though, and, and I, I like the look it, of it because you boot it up, and like ten minutes in, they're like, "Hey, hey, see that power up that guy just killed you with? Five dollars? Really? That's <laughs> yeah. that's unfortunate. that bad. Um, that's what I'm worried about in this game too. And we're going to see a lot more of that, especially like the mech suit zombie. You know what I mean? Like towards the end of the trailer, you see that. Um, 
it, it's just I, the the way the the way the game looks such looks potential, so good though it's such potential to have a fun little shooter where you don't care too too much about it you know like you you buy it like if this was a game that was 20 bucks and you could buy it once and would not have to ever worry about power-ups or anything like that then it would be so much potential you know yep mm-hmm. and, I just and, think, and, yeah. and, and, and you know maybe they learned their lesson maybe they learned from all the people that hated on the first one maybe we're really gonna get just a good team-based shooter nope that would be awesome if that's what we get i'll be super excited until i get hands-on i'm not gonna trust it yeah i think it's gonna be more of the same um, yeah, so this is spring 2016, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. So that, PC. I, I don't know. I, I should really boot up the first one and give it a shot. Yeah, you should I, at least play it. It's fun. I like the look of it. The look is just so fantastic. And the trailers, at the very least, guys, go watch the trailer because the trailer is phenomenal. They do they do a great job on those. They even did a good job on the first one. Oh, yeah, the first one was great. Um, did you – oh, well, you know what? Let's talk real quick to um, – Overkill's The Walking Dead VR experience. I want a VR experience. Give me a VR experience, Bob. Um, I don't have any. Oh. Why? I I watched the trailer and uh, Did I know you watch it's... all three of the trailers. No. Nope. <laughs> I watched two of the three. Why did Which I miss two... something? Which two did you watch? On this page here? Yes. The one that I watched the first and the third one. The ori- I remember seeing the original one. We talked about it, right, I believe? Yep. And then I, I watched the first, the, the top one there, the actual trailer trailer. Yep. I didn't watch the one with the guy with the glasses. Good. You didn't, you miss, didn't miss anything. That's it's why the- I didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, the, okay, so there's three trailers here. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for those that, listening at home. Uh, there is the first one is the description of Walking Dead, the VR trailer experience trailer. The second one is Star v- Star Breeze on Bales Project Star VR, and then the third video is Walking Dead reveals trailer. I saw an article on, I think it was Kotaku, that said, "Oh my God, the new Walking Dead game from Overkill is going to be in VR," and they linked to the Star Breeze article. The Starbreeze article does not bring up The Walking Dead until the last 30 yep. seconds. Yeah. And it's literally a dude that just goes, yeah. So now that we've talked about the VR, we just want to make sure that you know our new Walking Dead game is going to be using is going to be able to use this VR he- software. And that's the end of the trailer. And you're like, really? You wrote a whole article about this? <laughs> I well, really don't care. I can't oh. believe Starbreeze is making their own VR like, yeah, what that's is intense. that about? With everything going on right now, to to do that on your own is almost suicide, right? Really? Well, yeah. Y- yes. I didn't realize Starbreeze was that big. Yeah, big enough to. <clears throat> now, don't get me. I love the I love the first trailer. I don't know if you guys both watched it, but the whole live action and. You know, um, you know, gameplay footage was really cool to watch. It definitely, I know it says in the article, but I got a, it was very reminiscent of Payday 2, like with the missions and stuff like that. The yep. live action in there. I love that. Um, I don't know much else about the game. Like the VR thing's making me very skeptical. Well, okay. So the VR experience trailer shows basically a perspective of a storyline, and it looks like an on rail shooter to me. It does, per- doesn't it? And, and I'm not even against that. 
But then when you go back to the original trailer reveal down at the bottom, they're talking about it being a four-player co-op game. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't see a four-player co-op game in this VR experience. Uh, I saw a story being told in a VR experience, which is cool. I'd be excited to see that. But I don't know if this is... I'm not sure what we're getting. Right. Yeah, and that's the that's the biggest question to me is what what game are we getting? Like what's going to happen? Maybe we're getting both. Maybe the single player campaign is an experience that will work well with VR and then we're also getting a co-op campaign. Uh, I'm just worried we're getting another Daryl game. Yeah. It looks it's, good. I mean, just looking at the at the graphics of the story. No, it looks impressive and I and I I have no doubt that Star Breeze is going to make a going to make a overkill is going to make a cool Walking Dead looking game. Yeah. I just don't know I don't know what kind of experience I'm going to be getting. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can talk quickly too before we before we pop on out of here. Um are you upset that about anything not getting announced or released or anything like that? I wanted more info on Dead Island 2. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I did cuz I wrote it in here. Because that's the only game I could think of that was at last year's show. Remember last year's show with that trailer? Yep. That was the... Was that the Something about a bomb? Yeah. That's what it was. The bomb. Yep. The bomb. Bomb. And the other thing I was disappointed that we haven't heard anything from is Raise the Dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot That was a PlayStation game that they had at the show. Yeah. Well, I saw it at PAX two years ago and they did a kickstarter and they ended up canceling the kickstarter and it wasn't because they were didn't make the money it was because private investors came in i think and in, and offered to fund them and then we didn't hear anything from them and then they announced something last year at e3 that mm-hmm. like the game was still in development and there was like a playable demo yeah. and a bunch of stuff and then this year it's one game I haven't heard a peep from. Yeah, it's like part. Um, shoot, what's that game? That that game, the whatever. It's like part Pikmin, part uh, like zombie game, right? Yes. So they have a here. There's Facebook page. I'm kind of just looking around to see when the last update was. Uh, so it looks like they've posted an update in June. So this month in terms of development to see where it's at but progress update burning the midnight oil on our internal goal to get the entire game feature complete and content complete by july 1st so it looks like they're trying to get content complete by july 1st using a unity 5 so they're moving to unity 5 so the game is is currently in in production and they're saying see you in july so they've been doing monthly updates on their website yeah. at ragtagstudio.com. So I do I would say I do know that it is up on Steam without a release date. Yeah. And without a pre-order function cuz I'm following it on Steam cuz I'm waiting <laughs> for it to, the yeah, button to show up. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's a good one. Um and I think Dead Island 2 was was delayed into 2016 and we've Which heard is nothing upsetting. since. Um yeah, but with with uh, Dying Light out at the start of the year, one of those had to blink. And Dying Light was further along, clearly, than Dead Island 2. Um, yeah. But no, other than that, like, a, 
a proper like Capcom's just been not even there. It would have been nice to have something from Capcom. The only story we had from Capcom this week was a story that launched before E3. Yeah. Uh, but you know, w- when's our next Capcom Resident Evil game coming out? It just feels like everything they do is so little fanfare. Like even Resident Evil Revelations Two Episode One Penal Colony that was just <laughs> announced and released. It wasn't yeah. an E3 thing at all. Well, it, they announced it, and then three months later, they gave us a trailer for it that was even more advanced. And they went, "Oh yeah, by the way, in three months, another two months, you're going to get the actual game." Here's a price point: pre-order now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess Capcom is at E3, but they're focusing solely on uh, <laughs> solely on breast physics of Street Fighter Five. <laughs> right? <laughs> Have you seen those gifts going around? It's yeah. funny because they I I searched Capcom. And uh, it looks like Street Fighter's ridiculous as new breasts are a glitch. So I guess that's a glitch. That's good to know. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't know. That has nothing to do with zombies, but it has everything to do with Capcom. And Capcom's just been really busy with Street Fighter Five. maybe. I don't know. I guess overall, a little disappointed in the zombie content of E3. Yeah. Um, there are There is some zombie content out there, just not stuff that me personally I'm really excited about, you know. I would have loved to see more Dead Rising too. Like you're right there. I would definitely love to um seen some more out of that. Um anything, you know. Um I don't know. I just I was hoping for a little bit more. You know, I, you know, you got your fallouts and your whatever's, but I don't know. I was hoping for more. I'm a little let down. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. I'm a little upset. It's funny cuz uh as you'll probably tell from from the zombie news at E3, none of it's original. All yeah. of it is is either based on current content, based on a current game. It's all sequels. I would consider them all sequels. Even Overkill's Walking Dead, like that's that's just more Walking Dead. It, yeah. No, no unique zombie content. And you know what, folks? Um, we might be missing some indies. Uh, yeah, this was just guys... like a skim of the milk kind of search for this stuff. So if we've missed anything and you feel that we should check it out, certainly send it in. We'll have all the contact information at the end of the show. Do you ever skim milk? Do you actually do it yourself? I don't, I don't know. If you grew up on a farm, maybe like maybe more appropriately, really like we've just uh, gotten the skin off the soup. I don't know. What, what, what? <laughs> so, whoa, skin soup. That's disgusting. Um, Whatever. So my thing is, is like, you remember, you guys remember when we talked about The Last of Us for the first time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How excited we were. And like, even when we played the game, how excited we were. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like, that's original zombie content that just had us so pumped for zombies, you know? And I was really hoping for another one of those, but I guess you can't have it every year, right? I mean, no, we can't. And I'll say, I'm interested in Overkill's Walking Dead. I just haven't seen enough that they've wowed me yet. Yeah, I mean, but like Ryan said, guys, if we if we missed any, and you guys know of any, and we missed a, like a great indie title or even anything, write us in. And let us know. Let us know if you found anything. Let us know if you found anything on the Steam sale. Oh God, yeah. the Steam sale. <laughs> I mean, I could say uh, Left 4 Dead Two is three ninety nine, but by the time this gets posted, it might not be. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's the standard price right now. Wait, what? Well, for what? Left 4 Dead 2. Left 4 Dead 2. I guess we should probably just briefly talk, since we're talking video games, in terms of Steam, the Steam sale. I have not seen many zombie games. Do we count uh, The New Order as a zombie game? Does that count? I guess you could. I I picked it up. It's got zombie Nazis and Nazi zombies. Um, 
Both? Maybe. I've been I've been trying to keep an eye on the Nazi zombie army trilogy thing. It was actually cheaper before it launched when we, you would get a discount for owning the yeah. first two games. I actually I'm hoping for some sort of zombie pack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a like a like not a pack, but like a like Steam's just all of a sudden like boom, hey, everything's all about zombies right now. I love to get some uh, a bunch of zombie titles on sale. Yeah, right That's now it's twenty five percent off, which is uh, the Nazi Zombie trilogy for forty. And it was thirty percent at one point. Oh yeah. And I was still like, that's still too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> especially since like they are fun games. But anyways, you guys will have to keep an eye on the on the Steam sale because I know there's a lot of early access zombie titles which I'm not interested in. Uh, but nope. uh, fool me once. I, unless I hear really good things, I don't invest in early access anymore. Yeah, Brian, do you want to play Daisy? <laughs> no. Uh, well, it is it is getting to be about that time, so um, maybe maybe we should get into the wrap up here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell people what they can do in order to find us? Certainly. Well, there are many places on the internet where you can find us, including Patreon. Become a lovely patron of Zombies Ate My Podcast at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. Our first milestone, which we did hit and then uh, we have fell underneath again, was our live shows, which we're doing right now, which happens on Alpha Geek Radio Channel 1 uh, at 9.30 p.m. EST. So if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, which I know you are, I know there are people that do that. And you're wondering how you can catch this live. There's a chat room. We'll interact with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Certainly go to alphageekradio.com and tune in on Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. EST, right after the Citadel Cafe. Um, but also go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast if you'd like to support the show. Speaking of Alpha Geek, we're also uh, available on their 24-hour stream on Channel 3. So when people aren't broadcasting live, you might just catch... An episode of Zamp. Also, and if that's how you found us, hello. Yes, hello, Alpha Geek. Um, go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, where you'll find links I've mentioned prior to this statement and afterwards. Email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Tell us all about your favorite game from E3, if it's got zombies in it, or even if it doesn't, we'll still humor you. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Plus one us on Google Plus. Subscribe on YouTube. I've got some archive footage of uh, what was it? Uh, we played Left for Dead. Oh yeah, Did and you post uh, that? was it Left for Dead? We, we played over nine thousand zombies. Too. Oh, we played. Yeah, we played over nine thousand zombies, and we played Typing of the Dead. Oh, Sorry. I missed out on yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Sorry, but it played looked terribly. Um, but we'll, <laughs> we might we might upload some of that to the YouTube channel, so definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, in terms of following individual hosts, you can find myself at R. Murphy. You can find Lou at Busy Zombie Lord and Bob at Bobbert F. Woo-hoo. Finally, speaking of the Citadel Cafe, you can find Joel Duggan's artwork at joelduggan.com. He's responsible for our iTunes art and some lovely stuff on the website. I know I, I messed that up, Bob. I Everything's screwed. wrong now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Hey, you know what's fun, too? Um, one of our Patreon milestone goals is uh, it's all about playing video games with you guys. And, um, right, speaking we of pulled video in, games. Uh, we pulled in longtime uh, friend of the show, Michael Cole, to play last time with Left 4 Dead 2. Had a blast going mm-hmm. back in the past, making a rap. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Launching that game and playing that with the, the four of us, you know, talking, talking um, lots of good times there. And hopefully... Mm-hmm. 
you guys, if you want to see that, you can go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast and get us to that milestone so we can do it with you guys every month. Yeah, we'll do it monthly and we'll we'll definitely do our best to pull as many folks in and uh, because it's monthly, it'll be more planned out and we'll do we'll go a little longer than the hour just to kind of get as many people in there as possible. Yeah, but definitely. it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I hope you've enjoyed our beta tests uh, over the last couple of weeks because they've been a lot of fun too. I love beta fish. I like shooting zombies. Yeah. We need more zombie games as we found out last week. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, on that note... <laughs> I, have, I have nothing fun to say. <laughs> sure you do. Oh, wait. Incoming bad zombie joke. Yay! You know, what, you know what I gotta say, too, though? I wish, and I know I've talked to him through emails and stuff, but I just want to publicly wish Coltrane from Convert to Raid the best of luck going forward. If you guys play World of Warcraft or you know that show at all, you, you know that Coltrane is leaving that show pretty soon huh. and uh, going to do different things. He's he's the voice, man. He's a uh, huge douchebag. He's amazing. He's not a huge douchebag. We should probably mention that. No, he kind of is. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa. Um, he's a great guy, great voice, and uh, I'll definitely miss him on that show. And, uh, sir, if you're listening, which I, I know you do occasionally, but... Um, is he is he doing like the Colbert thing and and the Letterman thing and the other thing <laughs> just, where they like they stop their show and then they do a tour of other shows to be kind of like I'm right. in retirement mode. Is hey, he gonna hey, come hey, on the hey. show? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you maybe should probably offer on. him that that ability to come just, on the show. Yeah, just to be like, hey, if you want to do live drop-ins, <laughs> you could just and then, then I won't let him say anything <laughs> until the drop-in point. <laughs> Huge so, douchebag yeah, is what he'll keep saying. Coltrane and Lou will be like, shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but anyway, I can't wait for that to be clipped out. Zombie joke. Yeah, right. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. All right. Uh, here we go, Ryan. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Why do zo- this is a classic one? Why do zombies suddenly appear? <laughs> Why, do- <laughs> Why do zombies make good DJs? Uh, because they always be killing it. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> they produce lots of great sound bites. Oh, dearest me. That is a rerun right there. Coltrane's a zombie. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lou. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs>